so icy, wonder why she like me I'm drowning in water, I just bought a cube and dipped it in a fountain Everywhere that I go, it's a light show, I'm surrounded All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-37-GRIND is your number and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. All right. Keeping it moving. So if you just tune in, welcome. Love it. Score out there. We've just been really talking about the recapping game one of the Eastern Conference Finals that got underway. I know we hit y'all over the head with a lot of Wimby talk yesterday. But, you know, that's a big deal for us in our backyard. So thank you for being patient with that. Plus, I mean, there's Spur fans up in Loving. You know, not everybody's two guns up. Okay. But Miami, they did what they did last round. They came and taken game one, and they've kind of taken the lead, obviously, in this series. Now, tomorrow will be a huge game, a huge bounce-back game for Boston to try to go ahead and get. But to the point I was talking about when we, before we left the break about Coach Spo, um, you know, it's just one of those situations to where I think he's genuine when he's coming from that place. You know, I'm telling you right now, if uh, Pop wasn't in hiding, he would be he would basically be having those same comments because I've heard Pop make comments similar to that on certain coaches who've gotten let go. Uh, but I just think what I would tell Spo, and I think when he says it's frightening, and again, he's from the old school and he's had his job for a while. He's one of the longest tenure coaches in the league. But it just comes down to why I say the money and the pressure has increased in expectations. And us, the fans, and the media have played a part in this to where coaches aren't getting the time, the four or five years. Oh, you've been here. Well, we've never been to Western Conference. We've never been to NBA Finals, but we made the playoffs every year. Well, that's not good enough. I mean, we, the fans and the media have played that part into that equation, too, because it gets more pressure on the owners who are paying more attention to look owners got social media i don't care if they got burner accounts like katie or not they're on social media um they've got people if they're not they got people they're paying to pay attention to stuff like that and you're paying attention to your consumer and the reality of it is is that they're under press like hey if you start seeing every day on threads of you know millions of people on following a certain twitter account or the team's account and you're getting 18 to twenty-five thousand comments about oh man they just suck that coach so we're never gonna win it ever there's only human nature to notice that and have that affect you to make some decisions so there's pressure this is a trickle down effect and the one thing i've always been saying consistent for the last few weeks now the cost of these franchises and money are at a all-time high and unless you're winning it's hard to make a profit because you're because you're spending so much out in salaries uh arena and you know the whole night i ain't just talking about salaries with the players i'm talking about secretaries i'm talking about trainers doctors it's a lot and the only way you're cooping that you gotta win you gotta win and you gotta grow your fan base you got to sell that merch and all them prime time. It matters. That's why you get a owner in the Pinner group to sit there and say, hey, I'll pay $4.6 billion 
for a franchise. But you know, also, I'll go ahead and pay a coach allegedly $18 million a year, $15 million a year. You know why? Because off the season they come off, they're looking at if we don't, what are we going to do? What am I going to say? How am I going to start recouping some of this money? They gave the, and I know y'all say, damn, how do we go from the NBA to get into the Denver segment? Get used. It's just the way it happens, but I always bring it back to a point. They gave Denver four primetime games. And I was reading about this because there was a discussion and scheduling, thinking about like, hey, why wouldn't it be a vote after what Denver did on Christmas, what they did Thursday night to Amazon? Why would it be a vote to put them on? Uh, anyway, and when I'm reading this, they say, you know, the opposite with the discussions, when it was like no one in the room said take them off. And basically the one thing that kept coming up is the intrigue between Russ and Sean. So my point is, when you're an owner, you're going to pay that coach 18 million because honestly, he's the only reason why you're on primetime after last year anyway. If you if you running back with a different coach or somebody, Sean, you're not getting four primetime games. So it's all about the pressure on what sales and, you know, what, what we need to do. So that's the reason why I think Spoh's talking about, hey, man, it's frightening. But credit for him to speaking up. But he's safe. He's safe. You know, and rightfully so. He's a hell of a coach. You know, I never bought into that. Oh, it's LeBron. It's the big three. I had spoke a coach. 877-37-GRIND. All right, keeping it moving. So tonight we've got game two of the Los Angeles Lakers in the Mile High City in Denver down 0-1. That's going to take on Joker and the staff uh, and his crew, Porter, Murray. Um, the rumor, look, the interesting thing about this tonight is that I want to know, did the Lakers show their hand a little bit too early and trying to maybe come back, get in a game that they were down for the most part, or to come back to still the adjustment that Darwin Ham made defensively. Did they show their hand a little bit too early to it? Even though it worked, it allowed them to get back in the game and have a chance to win it at the end. But did you give enough time for Mike Malone and his crew to make the adjustments? And what I'm hearing is your guy that you told us to be on uh, lookout for. Rui Hachimura? Hachimura. Hachi. Rumor has it that Ham is thinking about putting him in the starting lineup tonight and having him guard Joker. You know, I thought Anthony Davis, you know, we pick on him a lot, myself included, but, you know, he met with the media, too, and shoot around yesterday, and they were asking him about playing the Joker, and, you know, what are you going to do? And Anthony just looked at him and was like, I don't know. He goes, but that's why they pay me the big bucks. I got to figure it out. Like, he, it, it was funny to see him thinking, like, yeah, I know y'all going to rob my ass anyway because it's either me or whatever. But the truth of the matter, like he said, it's, it's still got to be a team effort. And I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I wonder if the Lakers are going to take the approach of, hey, Joker, go ahead and get your 50 points. Get, get 60 if you want to. Get 40. Keep climbing up the history books. But what we're not going to do is looking at stat line and let you have damn near 15, 18 assists. I'm eager if Ham makes that a point of the game plan tonight. Now, I will tell you that um, it comes down to this, and this is kind of what I said about Doc Rivers and that series, um, you know, with the point with Tatum in game seven. Look, 
I know Anthony Davis is a hell of a defensive player if his mind is set that night. If his mind's clear, no distraction, he feels okay, his jersey's tucked in, he's got his favorite shoes on, everything has to go right for AD to have be all in. But if AD's all in, he's a hell of a free safety around that paint and that can control it. But the reality of it is, I think Darvin Ham and the Lakers is like, don't get prideful. <laughs> you know, you're only, uh, what, a total of eight wins away? from getting number 18 for the franchise. So if you're only eight games away, don't get prideful and have too much pride that you won't double team the Joker. And I, if I'm Darvin Ham, I would tell AD like, hey, we ain't going to do that, but we're going to let this thing go. If it comes down to where we can't really contain him, then you know what? I'm sorry, D. Hey, it's all good to swallow pride. We're going to have to send some double team help. It's no time. This is the time of the year where you can't be too prideful or too stubborn. Okay, so that's something that I'm going to be interested tonight and see, because I think Mike Malone, the best thing happened for both coaches. I think Darvin Ham found something in the second half that worked, that made the game more respectable than it was in the first half. And I think that also Mike Malone was able to get a victory, get a W, but also have his team's attention after that game and going into the next game because of the way they finish. So we'll see how it plays out tonight. 877-37-GRIND. What do you got, Mr. Clark? Um, of course we know that uh, where you look at the line, it's minus 5.5 tonight for the Nuggets. Uh, LeBron and AD did appear on yesterday's injury report, um, both probable for tonight, both dealing with foot injuries. Um, Davis dealing with right foot stress injury, and LeBron just general foot injury is what it's labeled as. If you look at that with the two stars, obviously they pushed it pretty hard. One of the guys I, that I really went over to look at the injury report for is you think of a defensive kind of guy, like maybe like a, a Malik Beasley, that can maybe be pick up the extra fouls here or there. If you do decide to t try and work some double teams out there, that's a veteran with some experience who, who did not log any playing time in game one. Is this the night, again, with these two stars appearing on the injury report, is tonight a night for the reserves to try and show that they're here in this series? Well, regardless if Anthony Davis or LeBron was going to show up in the end report, I think it would be important for the others, as Shaq calls them, those guys, to get the opportunity to pitch in anyway. Denver is, in my opinion, Denver is deeper. Okay? They have more scoring options on the floor outside of the Lakers. So, therefore, if you are the Lakers, and this goes for any team, whether it's the Lakers, whether it ends up being Boston or the Heat, it's going to have to be all hands on deck in regards to this, this particular team. Because what I'm even well, – this is what tells me that I know that this is a different Nuggets team now that I've had two rounds of evidence in the playoffs, is that, look, Michael Porter had – this whole guy that I've been talking about all year, the reason why I haven't been talking to Nuggets, I don't know, because they need a third guy, all that stuff that y'all heard me talk. The truth of the matter is Michael Porter ain't lit it. He ain't, he ain't lit the playoffs on fire yet. So what it showed me is that other than other like other years past, they're probably good enough to overcome Michael Porter going on a milk carton from time to time. Like I, I've come to a conclusion with Michael Porter. I think the difference is and what he needs to do is that if he gets like again, he reminds me 
he's similar to me, uh, probably better athletic and probably, you know, more upside. But he reminds me of a Danny Green, and this is what I mean offensively. I don't care if Danny was in a Spur uniform. I don't care if he was with the Cavs. I don't care who he's been with. L.A. Raptors, Sixers. Name them all. It don't matter what uniform he put on. If Danny Green doesn't hit his first two, if he doesn't hit one out of his first two three-point attempts, he's done for the night. And if you let him keep shooting, he's going to shoot your ass out the game. Michael Porter, it reminds me the same thing. Like, if if he hits his first one out of two three-point He's and this is Danny Green who has a finals record for three point shooting, if I'm not mistaken. So the reality of it is, is that if he doesn't hit, speaking of Michael Porter, one of his first two shots, he's done offensively. Now, I think the key to where Denver can get this done and get this chip is if Michael Porter finds a way to affect the game the other way. Like, if you're not hitting your shot, and that comes with maturity, but if you're not hitting from your threes, because he barely, rarely tries mid-range shots. He's either trying to beat somebody off the dribble and go dunk on them, or either basically putting up a garbage miss shot, or he's behind the three-point line, or he's stopping in transition and firing up a three. But if none of that is going, I think defensively, get rebounds. Take a charge. Chip in on AD, but you know, you know, swipe at a loose ball there too. That's what he can do, stay active. Because years prior, and the reason why I had to see it before I jumped in and speak nuggets, 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 is because when he's not going offensively, he disip- he does nothing to help Murray or the Joker out. So I can tell already through two rounds, this is a Denver, this is a different season Denver Nuggets team just off of that observation alone. Eight seven seven. Three seven grind. We've got some Facebook Live uh, checking in with us. Uh, Kenneth is checking in. He says, "Hey, Cal, the guy's name from Fantasy Island was Ricardo. What was that? He pronounced his name? Uh, Montabon. Mont- Mont- uh, Ricardo Montabon played Kane in the Wrath of Con. Con. Kane. Is that Kane or Con? No, that's Wrath of Con. Wrath of Con. Oh, you know that one. You've seen that one. That's, that's Star Trek. You know, Wrath of. Con. I'm not a Trekkie. That's okay. I'm not a tricky. Now, which one was he? Did he play the original? Now, do you, does that do what he what Kenneth is saying? Does that go ahead and jog your memory of who we're talking about? No. You, okay, it still doesn't. I thought I'm you not were a tricky, but I know okay. who Khan is. Says telling my age still like guys going to the basket at opposed to three point shot. I agree with you on that one. But thanks for the update on Ricardo. Um, also, who else we got? Matthew Rayner checking in. Lakers tonight. Money line. Okay, Matthew. Matthew's let everybody know Matthew's a degenerate. Um, Lakers money line tonight. What is the what? I think it's it's Denver minus five, right? The last time I checked, uh, Denver minus five and a half spread, but it's plus one seventy five Lakers action tonight. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you like the Lakers, you might as well. I mean, because the way I look at it, I'll tell you this right now: either either Matthew's going to be right. Um, as he goes offshore somewhere and takes that money line, or either Denver's going to win this game, they're going to cover that number. So if you like the Lakers, you might as well take a money line because it's either going to be them winning the game outright or Denver's going to cover that number. And if they cover it, it's going to maybe be a by 8 to 10 point win. And, and, and the reason why I would say if you're a Laker backer or a fan, proceed with caution because you are dealing with a motivated, disrespected team that has a MVP runner-up 
what some people think should have won the MVP. For the Big, third time. For in the a row. third time. Be careful, man, because this is something that, like I told you, because of people like me about them all year, and trust me, I've got connections up there in that that Colorado area. I basically pay attention and I know who's the media people and, 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 and the type of stuff that's up there in Colorado. And I am telling you, for months now, they the whole city, fans, media people, Everybody has bought into it's us against everybody else, and the NBA doesn't want to have anything with us winning a title or basically having an MVP. Does that sound familiar, 210? You'd have to go back into DeLorean. But true. But now that what then blew out and blew in from France is gonna it's gonna take some, it's gonna be like that that video thriller. It's gonna raise some of y'all from the dead over here the next oh my god, we can't get no, we can't get none respect. Oh, yo. I bet you if he would have landed in Houston, we would have had him. I bet you if he would have put. It's coming. Y'all going to rise from the death like Thriller, man. But I'm going to be here to beat Pop to the punch and throw some cold water on that. So where is he, man? What, what's going on? Well, it's Have funny. we got any quotes from this man yet? Funny enough, a story from friend of the show, Jake Fisher. Um, Pop is reportedly out of contract right now. His contract expired oh, at the end of the season. Oh, my goodness. And uh, they haven't it, decided whether to, whether to extend him or not. Well, here you – well, you, you this is some breaking news, man. Uh, hey, sorry, Lubbock, Avalon, whatever. We we got to get to the other game. But, Jonas, I didn't even know nothing about that. That's some breaking news. We got to discuss that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 
877-37-GRIND. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by, let me see, I'm, I do this every day and I lose rotation. Pendleton Whiskey. All right. Keep in mind, Pendleton Whiskey is distilled from Canada using the finest ingredients from the highest peak, Mount Hood, Oregon's highest peak. Pendleton Whiskey also, keep in mind, is an official whiskey of the PBR Velocity Tour, the bull riding tour as well. And it's a and it's official whiskey of the sports grind and an official sponsor of the sports grind. That is Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Okay. So, I was going to move on to, I've kind of broke down game two uh, tonight. Before we get into this, because uh, th to me, this is breaking news. As you tell me coming down the wire here. Um, I did my docket at, at uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock this morning. So, before I do that, I've already broke down the game, and we done. Who do you got tonight? First of all, you picked the you you picked because yours is the storyline Celtics Lakers. That's who you rolled with to win both of these series, right? Yeah, I think you and I discussed that one off air. I know okay. on air I did take the Lakers coming okay. out of the show on Monday, uh, but okay. yeah, I'm I'm Celtics Lakers. Okay, this is the NBA's storyline oh, season. Oh my goodness, man, jeez. Um, so of course, what who you got winning the night game too? The Lakers. You agree with Matthew Reyna? I, I do think the Lakers will get it um, because, as you alluded to the other day, they have to win one in Denver. I mean, yeah. that's they no have to, done and then they, they blew their chance the other night. So, unless and, and it, the 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 series is only going to get more difficult if you try to push down, trying to grab that road win and say, "Oh, well, we'll get them back in Game five. Yeah. You're not guaranteed game five, first off. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're already down 1-0. So I think that tonight they've got to pull out all stops, get it, and so that you can go back to L.A., let your, you know, get back to, as you, again, you talk about all the time, you know, let, let your role players be comfortable back in crypto. Maybe a LeBron and AD can rotate off the floor a little bit more. Tonight you got to pull out all the stops. Yeah, and it's going to be something to watch tonight is those two minutes as well, too. Um, you know, because I think one of the disadvantages that Ham is going to have, whether it's this series, a series against the Heat or the Boston Celtics, is you got to know the luxury that he doesn't have. Well, I won't say that. The problem he has that the rest of the coaches on Eastern Western Conference really don't have to a certain extent, but on the level he does, is you got to know when to wave the white flag, too, on certain nights. Because you got to reserve AD and LeBron's minutes. AD's just held LeBron's twenty a dub year in the league. So again, that's going to be another game within the game. I'm going to pay attention to their minutes, and then therefore, how long is it before if the Denver Nuggets get them in a situation uh, to try to scream uncle? You know, yes, anything you know in the game of the era of three point shooting. You know, any any twelve, thirteen lead, fifteen point leads. I understand that can be a race, but you got to pay attention. And I've always been, this has been a theme. I've been saying this here. You got to read the room. You got to be able to read the situation. And do we really have a legit shot, or are we just going to make an eight or nine zero run to make it respectable? Then run out of gas. Ham has to manage that man because he's got to think of the next series and if this does go deep. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, like I said, I picked the Nuggets to win the series, so we'll see. But the Lakers have to do something no one else has done yet, and that's is give the Denver Nuggets an L at home in the playoffs. Okay, now you dropped a bomb on me, baby. 
before we were getting ready to go to that break. And from Jake Fisher, we've had Jake on before in this region. Um, you're telling me that he's kind of breaking some news in regards to the 210. And, and this is the verge of almost, well, it depends on what side of the fence you lay on this, but this is almost pouring that cold water on, like, not so fast. What is Jake reporting or what is official out there going through the wire? Yeah, and he kind of snuck it in there. Um, and, and his piece this morning, titled Bob Myers' Uncertain Warriors Future, you know, and, and going through other GM openings and stuff like that, um, he looked. At, he did a coaching update around the NBA. Of course, there's been a lot of movement there. And in a specific paragraph, uh, you scroll down, it, it's there. Uh, Wembenyama, he says, is presumably headed to San Antonio after the Spurs secured the top selection in Tuesday night's critical drawing. He is surely expected to be coached by none other than Greg Popovich. Uh, Popovich, 74, is believed to have ha- believed to have free reign to hold the Spurs coaching post as long as he sees fit. The veteran coach's contract did expire at the conclusion of the 2022-23 season, and he has yet to re-sign a new deal with San Antonio, sources said. Okay, read that last part again. The veteran coach's contract did expire at the conclusion of the 2022-2023 season, and he has yet to resign, a re-sign a new deal with San Antonio, sources said. Okay, the reason why I had you read that, because I thought you said sources were like expecting him to sign, but it doesn't say anything in there like that. That's not what you said, correct? He has yet to he re-sign. Yet to now, again, he, earlier he said he is surely expected to be coached by, you know, speaking of women, Yama, is surely expected to be coached by Greg Popovich. But, of course, the conclusion here is um, he's out of contract. Okay. I know you have your theory, okay? And I know you have the – had you explain it to the audience yesterday or the other day. If you didn't didn't miss it, go to to sportsgroundonline.com, download the podcast, hear Jonas's conspiracy theory about Bud again and everything. But you're giving me this in real time. Um, and I see Dante Evans checking in and said, uh, don't, play, don't play with my emotions. How the hell, which he said pay, but I know he meant play, okay? <laughs> the, the things that I can see that spelt wrong, I can pronounce those wrong, but I'm reading fast and you have to correct me. But anyway, how the hell did that slip past all the local media around here? Oh, yeah, never mind. Exactly, Dante. Like, first of all, this tells me a couple things. One, it does tell me, like, and I don't know. It's just crazy because, again, Jake Fisher, we've had him on this show, but for him to be a national NBA beat writer, cover, reporter, whatever you want to say, for him to get this information or sources and this not even be on the topic, and I can't use being so caught up in the Wimby and the draft and all that as excuse, but to say that Coach Pop's contract ended at the end of the regular season and nobody here locally that covers the team. See, I, me talking about them and covering what I'm saying is totally different than me covering the team. Covering the team means like you're going down there with a mic and a recorder and you're asking questions and you're going to game. That's not me. That's not what I want to do. That's not you know my cup of tea. But if you're actually covering the team and you so-called have or connected somewhere with the organization, how could you not? How could this just be Jake bringing this up or letting people know? And even if – 
let's say the local people here knew about this, but why isn't this even a story locally? That's number one, which I know why that is, is because these guys, it's hard for anybody, which I think has been more leakage off of East Houston Street in the last two years than ever before, and there's reasons for that. But I think also they make it difficult for anybody to get in. But that's why I was telling Jonas, you know, and I've said this before, that's why it amazes me that so much of the local guys down here kiss their ass so much because they don't let them in anyway. They don't get this information. It either comes over from France or L'Equipe or whatever. We've had talked about that over the years of the show. It comes from a writer like Jake Fisher, and we like Jake. Just nothing's wrong with Jake. He's good at what he does. But that's just – I agree with Dante. It's, it's disgusting. Number two, number two, what this tells me, if it, it, like – it, first of all, I said it yesterday. I don't think Pop is going to be the guy that's going to announce and give heads up that he's this is the final year. He doesn't want all the accolades. He doesn't want to go through 41 home, I mean, road trips and basically have gifts and game stopping players. He doesn't want to do all that. So it doesn't surprise me that he would exit stage left like this. Now, what it does in real time make me think is that there's two things that the board members of this organization, minority owners, majority owners, have had discussions or basically looking at discussions of the landscape of the team, the future, and possibly some coaches that are available, um, that they're having the discussions. Because we can put it out there, and I've put it out there, and, and I know Jake's put it out there to say, okay, it's – it's been known or it's to think that he has free reign to leave when he wants to. Well, that can be the perception, but when you come off of a season last, like last year, when you come off of what have you done for me lately and things are different, Peter Holt is not evolved into this team. Day-to-day -day activity hasn't been like that for years. It's been years. So there's a relationship there that's not really there between the owner and before like it was. So that's number one that's different. The kids, y'all let me know. I'll let y'all know how I feel about that. So believe it or not, there could be, and I would, if, if I would put a 10% chance on that scenario, okay, that they're waiting to see, like, do we, do we want Pop back? Are we ready to turn the page? I mean, we broke the record. He's the all-timer. I would put a 10% to 15 tops that that conversation is taking place. The other part of this tells me, according to Jake Fisher's report, that if the ball is in Pop's court and he has free reign to call it a day when he's ready and that there's not a contract signed and there's new no contract signed, there's not one signed yet and it actually expired. And that's why when I have to ask, like, where is this guy? Like, they just got like, where? Then what that tells me then, OK, maybe this is a situation where we joked about it. But it's reality. Even Pop wanted to see where, let's see how this lottery thing plays out. It's either one of those two things, in my opinion. The only one other thing that it could be that I hope it's not, that could be basically dragging on this, is for health reasons. And I know over the years, Pop has had, you know, missed some games with some procedures he's done, you know, health wise. That's his business. So I think Pop is still fairly in good shape. Hopefully he is. But I'm telling you, man, that, that could only be the that only tells me those two scenarios. Either the board members, Brian Wright, 
RC, these guys, they looked at it and say like, okay, there's gonna he's gonna leave at some point. Jerry Sloan left at some point. It was actually Darren Williams that caused his ass to say, man, I can't even deal with the young generation. I'm out. I'm like, man, you should have waited 15, 20 years later, Jerry, you know, rest his soul. But I feel that it has to be either them thinking like, hey, is it time to move on? Do we want to go a different direction? He's accomplished what we've accomplished, this and that. I know you brought it up to me on different occasions. You go back to that scene that you saw toward the end of the season where he's just looking at the video, the tribute to him, and it looks like maybe he's getting teary-eyed or he's zoned out. You, you, That's part of your theory that you kind of – your clues that you put together. Or this is the other. This is just Pop saying like, you know what? I want to see this draft thing play out. And if we happen to get lucky enough to win the number one, then I'll make a decision then. Because what it tells me, because if, if you, if they, let's say they pulled a Detroit and got screwed and landed, where did Detroit land? Six? Uh, fifth. Fifth. If something like that happened, then I would sit there and say, okay, you know, what is the reason for me to come back? But if you're talking about having to make a decision based off of, I don't know, the draft or how it's going to go, one of the decisions that you're making now, do I want to coach and start the career of this generational player? And why I add that, I did have this on the docket on the NBA side is that if you look at the Spurs, the process of how it went with the lottery and the ping-pong combo, they won with a combo 14, 5, 8, and 2. One more to make some good cash five numbers. But 14, 5, 8, 2. The Trailblazers had a combo of 14, 5, 8, 3. They missed by one number on the final number of basically ruining Houston, Spurs, and Detroit's party. And getting the number one seed in Wimby, which changes a lot. But that I wanted to bring that up anyway before this, to show you how close and how lucky the two one zero got. But I'm just thinking that you've got your theory. I mean, because regardless of my theory, it'll just be proven if it is Bud, and I hope not. You know, Calvin Sampson is interviewing for the Bucks job. Calvin Sampson went to University of Houston. He's been in the NBA before. The one thing I will say, he hasn't got over the hump and got this team a national championship in the University of Houston. They went to a Final Four a couple of years ago. But the one thing I will say about his teams, they're mental tough. They're tough. So, for one, I would like that hire for the Bucks because I think they do have a little bit of soft in them. And to be honest with you, he sat down here a couple times for a couple coffee as an assistant for Pop. Hell, I'd take him as one of the people, too, that would replace. And because – I go by, and that's the reason why I've I've had that list. Bill Self, it took me years to warm up because the, the, the rumors were, hey, man, he went to Kansas. He's got ties with RC. But you know what? Over the years, Bill Self is very connected into youth. He's very connected in the young recruits that he's had to do. He's had to coach under controversy. And also, also Bill Self has proved to me that basically, you know what? He can take his team, whoever he's got, and he can probably beat you with that team and then take your team he got and beat you with them. So Bill Self is definitely somebody I've grown up to that or grown warm to, I should say, that I would take down here to replace pop but that report coming out lets me know it mr clark it can only be two things it can only be two things either he wanted to wait this because first of all this is the longest i've ever 
heard Coach Pop be with not be under contract. Even in the last seven, eight years, six years, they played this game, this two-year here, two-year extension here, oh, two-year extension here. To sit there to get to this point and go through the draft with the combine right around the corner, go through all this, summer league going to be starting in a few, to not be under contract, yeah, that slipped through the cracks on me too, but there's, some, there's definitely some breadcrumbs around that. There's some breadcrumbs around that. And let me tell you something. Because I do think the decision is ultimately going to be his. And I and to me, I think this really has to do with him wanting to see how the, the draft played out, which I would feel a certain way about that because that goes back to what I always say about athletes and quarterbacks. If you're really that hard considering retirement, then you're already retired. I told you he coached a little bit different last year. And I told you also yesterday when we spent a lot of time talking about the lottery and the Wimby Day, I told you that if he doesn't coach this team, if he's going to now, because it's a question, is he really coming back? If he's going to coach this team, I do want them and would like to see him coach harder to have that spunk. Because there's one thing to say, oh, they breathe life in me and everything's good and I'm proud of them. You got to still have that belly too. And Pop is a competitor. Pop is a competitor. And, and you know, it's been well documented. Some people think there's other callings that's more important to him there. That's your opinion. That's other people's opinion. But all I care about is what goes on between the lines for this organization that's in my backyard, the only pony uh, show in town that's in my backyard. And there's a standard that he has set. And even with him, I'm holding them instead, uh, accountable. That's got to be the standard. Like Mike Thomas said, the standard is what the standard is. So if you have any questions about it, yes, of course, he can go out when he wants to. But that right there, there's only two things with that. And if it's a situation where you're waiting to see how the draft goes, I would tell you, look, you've earned that right. But I've even got a little problem with that, if that is. But I'm telling you, man, it's one of the two. That's the only way. It can be with even if your theory comes right, it's whether he wants to predecease. The way I laid it out, it's either the board members are having a discussion and don't know if they're ready to move on. Or it's two, he's sitting there waiting to see, let me see this lottery to see if we do get this kid or not. Come on. Or the worst thing I hope is not, if there's health concerns. And I don't think that's what it is. We would have heard that by now. Get ready for a greater shift potentially. Tim Holt, vice president of the team, has now stepped down from his duties with SAFC. He's GM over there and he stepped down today. Well, you can go ahead and put your hat on and explain that, and then we'll move on to some other topics. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 